Hello class and welcome back. I need you just to all quieten down because the teacher is back, Mr. Ian Prashell. Have you done your homework? Have you done the summer assignment? Joke's on you. I'm the one doing summer assignments because I'm the asshole who signed, signed up for Japanese school at the age of 26. So that's the real yeah. joke of my life. So if you haven't already known, I've been gone for a while doing Japanese stuff, but I'm back. At least for now. So... We are on episode what, Nato? Since you want to do the intro, you take the entire. No, thing no, out. I was just—I just wanted to do that cool intro because I've been the substitute teacher all these episodes, so I'm welcoming back the. And look where yeah. we are! And look where we are! Everything's well, look, out. Of I, I'll do it. Hello, class, and welcome to the 29th episode of A Plus Anime. I am your substitute teacher, and back is your reigning teacher, Ian Prashell. And this week we have a special Hello. guest to the class as well, Mr. Griffin Gucci. Hey. Welcome. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> Senpai's here. The classroom hottie. Yeah. I was gonna say I feel like I feel like it's pretty fitting that we have the teacher, the substitute teacher, and now like the kid that like hit his growth spurt way too early is like smoking cigarettes in class. The senpai, the older student. So we got the senior we got the senior in class. We got Griffin Senpai in the building. So Griffin, we know that you love anime. Oh yeah. So we both decided NATO and I both decided that we would want to have you on as soon as possible. But before we even get into the show notes or like all the other like kit and caboodle we usually do, we had a conversation just now about a a guy from a sports anime that we called Sports Sasuke, and you disagreed. Uh, yeah, we're getting so. into this on the podcast. We are getting into this. That's what we have an anime podcast for. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. This is life. So, so IQ, which is go the for it. best sports anime ever, also. Uh, one of the best in my top five favorite anime of all time Ippo, Ippo is probably better sports anime but continue if Ippo was real Nada would date him like he's in love with that thing and he will never he will never yeah, let dude, it go 90s anime is trash oh I'm sorry um, but uh, alright so so you said that so, Kageyama my boy was sports Sasuke and uh, I disagree because Sasuke's garbage, and Kageyama is the best. Hold on. He's even got the hairstyle He's nearly the of best Sasuke as well. Fucking sports anime character ever because he's a god at his sport, and also he's best boy. <laughs> but on that on that note, we were talking before about the show about a like good version of the sasuke rival character and a bad version of it right and i think that i completely agree that i don't like sasuke overall because he's too good at everything but the thing that i like about kageyama is that he is he's good at the one thing that he is like advertised at being he's really good at volleyball and he's very much about himself but he has a lot of these drawbacks especially like in his social like, yeah atmosphere, i mean he's, he's right like essentially people dislike him. he's a socially inept genius where like he can't pick up on certain social cues like being nice to your teammates and like yeah. encouragement yeah. he's just like man i'm really fucking good at volleyball and i don't understand why everyone else sucks yeah the king on the field <laughs> yeah yeah and so like he got this yeah. reputation and of, like that's the king of the court that's an awesome feature and that's an awesome feature that i really like about him and uh, speaking of you and like the villain or not the villain the rival characters mm -hmm. right you and i have like had this big back and forth this tete-a-tete -tete on twitter about bakugo another character that we've talked about on this show Be best and boy. we talked about him Second as a rival character and stuff like that and you and i'm glad that we have you on the show especially on, a, on an episode where i'm coming back because you and i always had this back and forth on twitter until a few months ago 
when I said, why do you like Bakugo? What's the point? Like, like why do you like him? Because yeah. you and I agree a lot on Todoroki, who's another character from Boku no Hero. The Academy. best boy and ever. You and I, yeah, he's he's great. And I and I was initially, uh, yeah, speaking of Boku no Hero Academy. Oh, uh, for those who don't know, my girlfriend has like a giant statue of All Might and she's like shaking it in the background. Um, but yeah, so Todoroki, we talked a lot about him back and forth and we, we talked about our similarities with him and, and why we liked him. Um, but one character that I didn't like originally, but I have since come around on because of you is Bakugo. And I thought that was an interesting way for us to like lead into this episode with essentially you are like the rival character (laughs) expert. Like that is your, like your specialty in my eyes is like, you are very good at analyzing a character that is like designed in such a way for the main audience to dislike It's it's always the character no? I gravitate towards because that was me growing up. Mm-hmm. Is I was I was the character that like everyone was friends with, but everyone disliked. Um, mm-hmm. So like I, re- I always resonate with that character, which is why I like Bakugo and why I like. Do you like um, Bakugo over Totoro? Mm-hmm. Bakugo is my mm. favorite character from. Uh, See, because Totoro is me as a kid. Like I was good yeah. at anything, but nobody kind of anyone only incorporated me because I was good. Not because yeah. they wanted to be friends or anything like that. So, like, mm. for me, yeah. like, the reason I resonated so hard with Bakugo was because he was a character who, while he was growing up, everyone would always tell him how he was, like, destined for greatness and how he his quirk was so strong and how he was so smart and he was so skilled at fighting and this and that and this and that. And they painted him into this corner where it was, like, if he did anything but succeed as the number one person... Um, he was like, a failure. Yeah, he was yeah, a failure. Complete, and so like, yeah, like no, nobody wants to know him because they because he lost. Like yeah, exactly. he, he the only reason people wanted him is because he won all the time. Yeah, and so like yeah. it, and then, and then like society as a whole, where like I think as a as a hero culture, like it's a great commentation on society as a whole valuing strength over anything, and and how like mm-hmm. his conflict with Deku is that for all this time everyone's always told him that he's supposed to be number one because he's the strongest and all of a sudden someone who their Isn't value the is in their morals yeah. not their physical strength their value is, is you know based much further into their morals and their real heroics it questions everything that bakugo has been told his whole life and that's why he goes through this struggle of like why is deku succeeding he shouldn't for all yeah. intents and purposes society's told me my entire life that i should succeed over deku because he's like i mean society that's society the rules told of the society. me that he's like trash. two plus two equals yeah, four society yeah. told me that he's a yeah. trash human because he doesn't have powers and now all of a sudden he has he has powers and to not to mention that all of a sudden they're stronger than me and like i don't know how to cope with this so he goes through this whole withdrawal sense of like his entire identity as a hero is destroyed um and that like goes and, and develops him further i just think that there's a lot of good character development and characters like vegeta and kageyama and Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, Vegeta is like the proto prototypical like good good rival character that you hate in the beginning, and then you slowly kind of build this relationship with him over over the course of yeah, the thing. Yeah, as you you um, learn more about so, them, they yeah. they just redeem themselves more and more. So yeah, it's just my thing. Yeah, yeah. I think does Vegeta so though ever redeem himself you, apart from like the trunks bit? A hundred. A hundred percent. He like redeems himself like every time he's nah. on screen after the first season that you see him. Like he's awesome. Nah. Like Shut I love up, Vegeta, but he doesn't redeem himself as he's still a villain. He just he's just put in a scenario where it's easier to be a hero. Man, have you ever? Have what do we say? That's like Super? it's chaotic. No, I haven't watched lawful, Super. I don't care. I don't care. Or whatever, Super. or something like that. Okay. 
like someone who like is all about chaos and or not chaos, but someone who's about um like they're like evil tinged, but they're still like yeah, but like that's the thing. whole like, thing with goal, the Mudgeon right? era. Like as soon as he's given an opportunity to be evil, he's evil again. That's what I mean. Nah, man, he's it's opportunistic. Yeah, I think, and, and he wasn't he's, even he's evil. better way to He put just it. wanted to be on par with Goku. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the he's one of the chaotic so good. back to I guess like chaotic good. That's yeah. no, he is yeah. no so way like, to, chaotic good. I think he, he's well, chaotic anyway, neutral. I want to drip it. I want to drip it down to like the base level, right? So again, if you have never watched an anime before, what we're describing is this this anim this anime uh, like prototypical character as the rival character who more often than not is so concerned with beating this other main character that often it puts them in a situation that makes them look evil, right? So like we were just talking about Vegeta, we were talking about Kageyama, we were talking about Bakugo, and to some extent Todoroki from these popular anime, and we kind of had this long ass intro about a bunch of different anime at once when we're supposed to be like this beginners <laughs> sort of thing. So I'm going to bring us back on track and just do our basic intro, right? So on today's podcast, on our 29th episode, I know this is strange to do in the middle of it, but we'll be discussing, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon or dungeon ni dai o motemeru no wa machi Can I just say so, first, like it's my favorite name of any anime ever of all time. <laughs> Like, it is the sole it's reason. Like, you... I hadn't. Nobody had told me a fucking peep about this anime, but I saw the name and I was just like, I've got to check this out. Well, speaking of expectations, we were talking before about Bakugo and expectations. My expectations going into this anime was like, you know, Nato's got me watching hentai on here. He won. <laughs> he wins. He tricked me. Like that—that's legit. Then, what I eventually, thought going this, into this this show is going to be called Drippin' Senpai, and that's and it's just going to be a oh. hentai podcast. Oh. <laughs> if you want to follow along, follow along with us at home. Go make sure that you go to Nato's house and make sure he doesn't make me do that. <laughs> uh, and again, listen before the spoiler section to figure out what episode we're going to be doing next. So, Nato. What are we doing next episode? Uh, next what e is our next thing? Next episode, it. hopefully, it will be Kuriko Nabaske will be our next one with the lovely Miranda, I think it was. Isn't it? I can't remember yes, who's, who's coming. Another on. sports anime. Yes, Miranda. Yeah, Miranda. Yeah, it was Miranda coming on. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we kind of had a long introduction, so I don't think we really need to get into what we've been doing this week because I think if you haven't heard already, Griffin is an expert at rival characters. That's his whole shtick. Unless you have a particular anime you want to talk about now, speak now or forever. Uh, uh, no, I want to I ask him a few questions about new anime. Ha what, have you been watching any of the autumn new releases? Um, I watch all the new releases every season. Okay, so what? So let's. Because I'm a sadist. Because I hate. Because there's there's a lot of good ones this <laughs> yes. season. So give yeah. me give me a top three at the moment. Um. Oh man. Uh. Top three at the moment. Well, like the ones you'd say the most people should go watch. Okay. Um, the porniest one. The, oh God, no. Uh. One sec. Let me pull up. Because I watch. So I've watched and watched so many anime. I need to just look at a list right now. So um, the Zodiac Wars. There's, yeah, so we got Junie uh, Tyson, Zodiac Wars. Okay, so right now, Food Wars Season 3 is out right now. Yeah, how um, good is you, that? If you've been <sighs> caught up with that, keep watching that. Shokugeki yep. no Soma is fucking incredible. Um, yep. That show is amazing. Uh, Dragon Ball Super is ongoing. Uh, I, I'm trying not to count anything that's ongoing. Obviously, I always keep up with One Piece and stuff like that. Um, yeah. well, can, I, can I pause real quick for a second? Yeah. Speaking of One Piece... I have been firmly anti One Piece for like so oh, many years. Is this, is this one of I, your stupid okay. stands and now you've switched? No, no, no. It's not. Yes. It, okay. It was a previously stupid stand because <laughs> where where I grew up in my like circle of yeah, friends. That was right, the only anime we people like, watched. We, 
Well, no, no, we no, we all watched Naruto. Okay. We, we were fucking running with our arms behind yeah. our back and like wearing our metal headbands and shit. And like we saw the pirate boys every once in a while, and we'd be like, "Yo, fucking, your pirates suck. Fuck pirates." Yeah. And like that was our like our thing. Like we were like, "Oh, we like this thing, and we hate that mm. thing." So like I was I was uh, indoctrinated yeah. into hating One Piece. Okay. But I recently saw so a big anime YouTuber I watch or not big he's like air quotes big um, is best guy ever and he did a video about the most recent villain or one of the most recent villains Don Flamenco is oh man such a good arc yep and I, I said that and then Cow turns around and goes what One Piece what are you talking about <laughs> um, so they were talking about that character fantastic character. and I was like I was like that sounds I was like that sounds yeah. Good. I kind of like wanna, his power, like his yeah. powers and how he acts are nearly the same. Because like he he has the power to like nearly puppeteer people. No spoilers, bro. I have I well I know what yeah, happens, but don't he's spoil like, it. we're not even talking about. Yeah, but now. he has the powers to puppeteer people. But he also like nearly puppeteers people. Is the puppet in the pirate in the pirate yeah, he's, world? He's the like he like or, he, yeah, he orchestrates so much. So like it's such a cool thing that his his like his One Piece powers and also his. Like how he acts are like so similar. His role, yeah, yeah within the community. Right, Such tomato, a good I got my, um, I got my yeah, top so, three for you right now. So yeah. there you go. So Hit me with your go, top three. For it, Griffin. All right. So we got Food Wars season three, but that's ongoing. So I'm going to yeah. set that aside. That doesn't count. So we got Boruto. You are uh, you really. In- I, I thought it started slow, but now it's got. It's like it's wheels are spinning fast and yeah. i'm liking it we got some we got some stuff happening in that now so um yeah so borto is not the number one slot these are in no particular order by the way yeah um the ancient megas bread super good yeah i've been hearing a lot of yes. good things about that it's, I'm, it's i i want to do that down it's, the line because i think i think tony wanted to come on and do that yeah it's slice of life of fantasy ones. and it's great yeah. like it's fantastic um and then uh number three i'd have to give it to probably black clover but it's really tight between black clover and junie tyson i'm also gonna God. say right now um, that like black clover was wait i'm sorry black black clover you mean you Screaming. mean magic yeah magic naruto. naruto yeah magic naruto if naruto was like slightly worse than what it was yeah I, I, let that's me ask pretty, you this question are you getting that's pretty are you bad. getting used i'm getting i'm completely used to his voice now i don't even realize it like i'm worried uh, to watch it with somebody now nato nato because that's your voice <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I had screaming to... every forty-five seconds is you. So for Black Clover, I actually had to switch to the Funimation simul dub because his English voice actor doesn't scream. Okay. And oh, really? Yeah, okay. And it Good makes that show watchable. <laughs> like it, it, it was so bad for so long that like I, the fact that they're on episode eleven and I, I continuously watch and keep up with the sub is is almost like mind-boggling because like if you it for a lot of people it's going to be hard to get past the main character's voice like it's just so bad yeah mm. but to be honest that i've actually started reading the manga and that that uh manga more than any other manga i've read is like yeah no fuck the main character he's just a he's just a conduit to see all these other yeah. people like and speaking of haikyuu there's a main character that shows up in like the fourth or fifth chapter that reminds me of um the defender from from um from haikyuu the orange puffed hair i can't think of his name noshinoya he looks exactly like noshinoya but like mystical oh yeah sort of who yeah but he's awesome what? The, the 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 not the rival well you haven't seen him in the anime yet i don't think oh 
It's only in the manga. It's when he joins like another group. Okay. Anyway, um, again, that show is another like prototypical. Where the reason why we're calling it Magical Naruto is because that has the like prototypical like it's oh, a like really loud. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah, shonen. Like brash yeah. main character, the black the black haired character that is just a Sasuke clone. But I actually really like the rival character in Black Clover. Like that's that's a story for another yeah. another show. So that's my anything else? Right oh, well, speaking of things, speaking of things, and you, Griffin. Yes. How about we go into our plugs? Like, what? Like, who are you? What do you do? Like, what do you do in your off time? Like, tell us about yourself if you had to like sell yourself. Right. Um, so, other than watching like all of the anime, I've watched. I actually went through and cataloged. I've watched about twenty percent of the entire Crunchyroll anime library, um, and that's not including like overlaps with Funimation and um, stuff that was Netflix exclusive or Hulu exclusive. Like, I've watched just a shit ton of anime. Um, so I think if anything that qualifies me to be on this podcast, because um, I just oh, believe me, I'm on the podcast and I don't watch any. Anime, no, you, yeah. just, so you just watch Digimon. The um, so I've I've basically uh, just burned through like I, I I'll watch a bad anime just to finish it if it's like less than fifty episodes. So that if that says anything so about Neo like, Yokio, yeah, I've watched all of Neo Yokio, man. That thing's only like six episodes long. <laughs> um but no other than that i'm a uh in general you can probably catch me uh on stream or just like on twitter um griffin senpai on most platforms uh twitter mixer i was doing twitch for a while um i play a lot of first person shooters i play a lot of pvp games uh i like killing other people online it's fun um just actually was playing some PUBG. you are you you are a personality both on the online sphere and in real life. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. It's a, well, it's, I'm saying that as a compliment because, like, when I met you back in, like, June, however long ago that was, I was like, this, he's, there's, there's an energy around this man. He's got an energy. Yeah. And, like, that, again, I mean that in the best possible I appreciate way. That. Like, people just gravitate to you. You have this good energy about I appreciate you. That. So, speaking of that energy, let's carry that energy into the next part of the show. So, God, Leo, I, can, I, can I just say, want. God, I've missed your segues. Like, oh, I had, because hey, I have some, I can, I have some rough, uh, like, segues. That's why I hate listening back to this podcast, because, like, I have terrible segues. But that was some A plus fucking segues. You know, you know what's the there. best way to ruin a segue? Is to interrupt it to tell you how great it is. <laughs> to talk yeah. about the segue. No, I don't care. I, I, I had to, because it was just that good. And well, I don't care. It was. It was. Why, thank you. Thank you. So, again, I'm not going to really plug my stuff. Like, you know, things are going as they are. Okay, Beast, obviously, check that stuff out if you want. Uh, NATO obviously has four Yanks, one Aussie. Is there anything else going on with you, NATO? Uh, yeah, I've been streaming no? on my, like, Australian Perth uh, Sundays. I've been streaming me playing d and I've been DMing and stuff like that. It'll probably, like, be very early mo- Sunday morning for American viewers. So, if you're up in those early hours, come watch me at NATOJ18 on Twitter on twitch yeah cool, cool so again watch watch our video essays on okb so i forgot to mention that so blessing he blessing actually beats me if i don't mention that every single time we're on a podcast together so anywho speaking of beating let me beat this information into your brain any feedback please tweet us at okbeast now with the hashtag a plus anime or you can email me at ian at okbeast.com and of course if you have a minute please send us that review because you know what Without the review, people can't find the podcast and people can't know a lot about these great anime that we're going to be talking True. about. And speaking of great anime, let's talk about the non-spoilery part of this anime, which is, is it okay, or is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon? That is a long title. 
Um, so, Griffin, I have a question for yep. you. Is it wrong to try and pick up girls Absolutely in a dungeon? Absolutely not. No. Okay, so there you go. That's it, guys. All right, <laughs> you know, it's been a great show. Um, we'll see you guys next week. So, so Griffin, this is, this is something that we brought you on to talk about specifically because you are you. So how about you tell us a very basic plot synopsis of the show? All right, so um, there is, uh, in a world where uh, in a world. gods, in a world, where uh, basically what's, what's been going on in this uh, fantasy world is that the celestial beings, gods from almost every mythology, every country that you can think of, have decided to leave their heavenly realm and come down to earth to hang out with apache morrow um with humans um, <laughs> uh and they have now been existing without being able to use their godly powers on earth with um, normal humans and this has given uh human adventurers the ability to go into these things called the dungeon um, which is basically a giant tower that um has floors to it almost similar to like basically like a video game level design um, yeah. yeah, like I was going to say there were very, speaking of that that thread, there are a lot of things that I was like bouncing back and forth. Like, oh, did I miss an intro where it says, oh, yeah, this is all an MMO or like. It, oh, it, it really video. is like it, 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 it's nearly similar to like all those ones where somebody dies or does something and then wakes up in a in a video game world MMO. without yeah. that stopping. It, yeah. It's it just takes, like. Yeah. Put, it takes a lot put, of things from like basic mechanics of video games and just transports that to this is just the world they live in like this is normal commonplace stuff for them yeah. whereas mm. even you basically have a status menu that's a tattoo on your back if you're an adventurer um and so it's, it's a really cool system that like your god or your um goddess can touch into your status menu and update your stats depending on real life actions that you've taken um in the dungeon so it really is this really cool um mechanic that basically this world where adventure is a very real possibility for anyone that wants to join what's called a familia which means that you're a group of people serving under a god or goddess making money by going into the dungeon to collect crystals by killing enemies super cool concept by the way familia you usually you usually say like oh we're a part of like a hunting party or like whatever but like i like the this the italiano mobster kind of tinge to it is very yeah. interesting yeah i thought mobster when i first heard it so that was an awesome explanation of the show because that pretty much covers everything. Um, but do you, Griffin specifically, I'm going to ask you, because usually I'm the one who says this, but do you see any direct design inspirations and focuses? We already talked about the video game stuff, right, that we're kind of calling back to, like this big tower that has the, the multiple floors that can be compared to an MMO, mm -hmm. or we can even compare that to like uh, Persona like games a sword where art there's online. like the floors and like... Or Sword Art Online, yeah, that's very commonplace as well. Do you have any other things that you picked up on, like design inspirations or like focuses that like may maybe like other people wouldn't like see um, if they like hadn't seen this? Yeah, before? so like if you, there's a lot of. I mean, obviously they t they pull a lot from mythology um, with characters, uh, specifically like most of the gods and goddesses. They're pulling a lot from different cultures, um, but mm -hmm. the major like the major key to pick up on is that it it really does play into the not so much even like an mmo just like like i said video game tropes in general but most other animes that have used the video game concept um so you yep. got things like dot hack things like sword art online like i was saying where it's oh, very log horizon very and stuff. log horizon very dungeon mm. cra dungeon crawly um almost plays out like 
D&D. Oh, that's yeah, what, like it, a, like that's what this is. It's, like it's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, except it's yeah. in mm. the sense that there's not um, there's not a quest. There's just an ever-proceeding downward floor type progression system where yeah. you go deeper and which, deeper into which, the earth. Which I think is actually probably the most interesting conceit of this anime in general is that they're like, there isn't a big bad that we have to kill. There isn't yeah, no. like Satan that we have to kill. It's just like, no, like, and it's like this weird metaphor, actually, I think that like the, the challenges that we have to face, like even like the best possible people, they're only on like level seven. Yeah. Like this is infinite levels. And like the gods of this world, like the strongest dudes you'll ever see are like just barely. Yeah, they think they go down to like below four, the rest they, of the They people. put together like a giant hundred party to go down to four like 20 so like yeah yeah which i think is super interesting like one of the again design wise like from someone who like thinks more about like the mechanics of like anime than i think a lot of other people and that's kind of like my job on this show is to think about these weird questions that to me is like one of those interesting things on top of the tattoo thing that that you mentioned earlier griffin that's another thing that i think is super yeah. cool that like hit me out of nowhere i didn't expect it at all so this is a, so, this is your first time yeah. watching this one this one's a new one for you ian yeah, first time ever. Ah, cool. Um, but I've I've watched I've watched other video game ones yeah. or ones that are similar to this in a lot of ways, like Griffin mentioned. I watched Dot Hack like so many years ago, one of my favorite anime ever, aesthetically at least. Um, and then also I've watched uh, Sword Art Online before. Um, I've watched some bits of Log Horizon. Um, so I, I know this this uh, like this concept, yeah. but I'm not like well versed in this show specifically. So nato i usually ask nato this but again we're going on this train of, of griffin nato you can obviously jump in if you want uh we also on this show like to say if you like blank then you might also will like blank so like if you like this thing then you will like this this anime oh. so nato mentioned D. so if you like D, &D yeah. then you'll like D, &D show, fantasy lord of the rings all those kind of things mm -hmm. are very yeah. like they're not as like heavy fantasy as those but it kind of it's like video game fantasy rather than yeah. or like I japanese say... fantasy if you like playing MMO RPGs, this oh, anime Warcraft. is basically an MMO RPG, like yeah. in a in a very real way. So mm -hmm. if you enjoy those games, the the story aspects of MMO RPGs, mm -hmm. this is a fantastic one. I think it would be a, such an easy transition to turn this anime into a video game, like incredibly yeah. easy. They, mm -hmm. Apparently, they're working on yeah. one. I and do you know who published the manga? Square Enix. Yeah, I actually did know that. Yeah. Really. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's wild. Actually, so, I didn't. I didn't. I knew they did some publishing on like smaller titles, but like I didn't know that they like went that far to like do a super popular yeah, show. Yeah. So, um, but y so you're saying if you like big MMOs, the thing. Speaking of that, actually, the thing that I like about this show that other shows don't do is that they have the mechanics of the MMO stuff, but they just say no. It's like the real world. It's like what mm -hmm. we do. Like they don't have that like weird in between layer. Yeah where it's like 20 minutes explaining like oh no yeah we're real people in the real world and here's the mmo and that's the here's the branding of the mmo or whatever yeah. like it's just like no this is just the mechanics of this world and i feel like that was an interesting thing yeah. just go straight to the meat of the issue yeah. i think magic um, is so, as real to them as gravity yeah. like it's just inundated Which is into awesome. their life I, that, that sounds like a quote on the back of the box <laughs> <laughs> magic is as real as gravity griffin gucciano <laughs> um so so we've been letting Griffin talk for a lot, and I know Nato's been itching to talk about something because this this anime has a bunch of titters in it. So, Nato, tell me your non-spoilery thoughts for this episode of the God, show. God, I, I was talking about Griffin with this before we started, before you got in here as well. I forgot how much I goddamn love this anime. 
Like that, this the this genre is like this is my wheelhouse. This like fantasy slash video titters. Video, no, yeah, video. titters is your genre. No, don't don't be like that. No, it's like <laughs> video game slash like video. fun etchy time with older brother titters oh is, your, is your genre. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Okay, well, I'll save it until my turn, but yes. But speaking like, of which, this, I, I this, that, that, that is, is the kind genre. of genre this one is. It's like the har- harem. Harem, is it? Harem? Yeah. Harem? Harem. 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 Yeah, harem, we're like... Yeah. But it's, it is a bit of a spin on that, because usually the main characters in those kind of animes are very, like, perverted and stuff, like, similar to, like, Konosuba and all that, which is nearly, like... Uh, a sillier version of this movie. I'm hoping to do that in the future, Konosuba. But, yeah, he, he's super mm. nice guy. Like, he doesn't even... Re- like, he's more the the uh, hero that doesn't realise all the girls are in love with him because he's too infatuated with the one girl he's chasing. But, like, every girl in town loves him because he's such a nice guy. Which he is! And that's why I love him. Because usually... He's, like, a genuinely good guy. <laughs> Yeah, he's so nice. Oh, I love him. And also on top of that, he is literally designed like every video game uh, creator character that I make. The white hair with the red eyes, and I white love hair, him. White hair, red yeah. eyes. Fucking banicula looking ass. God, that's, that's my character. So anytime I see an anime character with that, I'm just like, doo-doo, As we mentioned before, Food Wars. I literally... God, I'm love, in love I, with that. I literally well. wrote in my notes... I wrote in my notes and Griffin, I don't know if you've watched before, but like literally I have these like multi-page notes that I take when I watch this and NATO just goes off the cuff. That's our thing. And like in my notes, I write, wait, is this a crossover from that new Naruto one? Is this guy a wizard too? He lives in a church too. I'm confused. Where's the crossover? What did I miss? I wrote that to myself in the notes. So yes, he does look like every other created character because he looks like 20 other anime characters I could probably name off the top of my head. I don't know which one was first Like my infatuation with the video cam- game And then also like Now all these anime characters are like that Or whether I just watched a lot of anime when I was young And it influenced me when I had the ability To make my own characters To make the white head it's the ch- character it's, it's the chicken and, and the titty anime character <laughs> you know, No one knows who comes first You know, No one knows yeah. So it's obvious that Nato likes this show yeah. Obviously for his, uh, his connection to video games And, and, and D&D Griffin, Like just D&D we, in it general It seems as though you like it And D&D too yeah And Griffin it seems as though you like the show But like are there like non-spoilery thoughts of this episode do you generally like this series do you yeah. like are there things you dislike about it like so you know, what are your general i've actually thoughts? rewatched this show a couple times um since it's come out i've i watched it as it was coming out and then have rewatched it since um i've actually rewatched it quite recently which is why i mentioned this to nato as the anime i wanted to talk about if i were to come on a plus anime um because i really just genuinely think that this show is like it's one aesthetically it is gorgeous like the artwork and style of this show are just really really freaking cool um it's got such a good sense of just what it is and what it's supposed to be and and how it looks the magic looks like it's supposed to be there it's not this weird cut between 2d and 3d um it really feels like you know it's supposed to be in the show um it doesn't feel like really like a lot of times magic can feel very choppy between animes where it's just doesn't feel like it's supposed to be there it feels like it's like from yeah. a different art like style cohesive. yeah it's not like cohesive it just like it feels cohesive. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. you know like all of a sudden you're watching like a mech anime and the freaking mech is in 3d animation and everyone else 3D, is in 2d yeah so yeah so fun fact about that speaking about cohesiveness and stuff like that recently had a long talk with at pixel brave the homie christian about 
the integration of 3D animation into anime recently and about how that wave has recently been inspired by uh, one of the biggest anime directors uh, like of the recent years and that's Makoto Shinkai and that's like that's his specialty because of like when he started doing animations he his experience was in 3D animation mm. so he incorporated huge 3D mechs into his like hand drawn style and that became like kind of a industry thing that start people started to pick up on also it's much cheaper because yeah. we sort that. of brought up uh zodiac wars earlier the most like i think the most recent episodes of that have started to switch over to 3d animation and the first episode they did it it was only certain cat i think it was the the rabbit and i think dragon were in 3d while everyone else was still in 2d yeah. animation and it was so janky and i was wasn't a big fan of it especially because leading up to those episodes the animation has been really good and then mm. so i don't know i i i'm really against it because like there's things like berserk there's the most recent season of berserk it, oh god no don't don't mention god, it it's just so bad and That's like terrible. I, I had because I, I rewatched but I re- to counter to counter that right to counter that you need quick, to get good at speaking it, of 3D animations well I'm saying speaking of 3D animation right speaking of Dragon Ball earlier Dragon Ball Fighter Z is that's made all with 3D models just shaded in a certain yeah. way yeah Arxis does that also with with uh, Guilty Gear Exar <coughs> and that was probably the most beautiful animation I've ever seen and that's all in 3D just done and uh, and shadowed in a certain yeah. way so it can be it done can well, be done well but it can also be done and really bad with certain elements like, like specifically in this show it's done well with the magic and the sense of like the monsters where certain parts are you can tell it's like oh this was made with 3D animation but it's for parts that make sense and it doesn't feel like it cheapens the experience or it does anything like that um, the fight scenes are so good and they feel so epic um, there's a really good one in episode three to episode four, like the uh, ending of episode three, I think in the beginning of episode four. There's another really great fight scene in episode seven. And then the last three episodes are just basically one giant awesome fight scene. Um, yeah. Oh, and man. I mean, That's it, awesome. It, there's, it has some of my favorite. There's one fight specifically that like, it's a, it's kind of like a callback to um, Kirito versus the Minotaur in Sword Art Online, which is one of my favorite fight scenes. Interesting. Okay. It's one of my favorite yeah. fight scenes ever. Um, they kind of do like a homage okay. to that fight in a sense where he actually fights against a minotaur um similar to how in the first and, that, and episode, that's a cool yeah he um yeah. he fights it well he, he watches eyes kill the minotaur in front of him um it's it's a cool mm. growth moment for him because like you know everything that happens in that first episode you see that he gets blood splattered all over him and he looks like a freaking tomato like the growth of that character yeah that's a that's a big yeah meme, the yeah. growth of that character as the, being the main character is is really really good it's it's a solid progression where you don't feel like gosh he's just such a wimp he really goes after it and he really wants to get stronger has a desire to get stronger he's such a likable main character that like it really makes you want to root for him by the end of the show yeah and it's kind of funny that i, I brought you on and the like way we started talking about anime like initially was about boku no hero academy because yeah, I just this just came up in my head that this this character specifically kind of reminds me in a lot of ways Don't of say- shades of the main no. character of Boku no Hero, no. but also with but also wait, there's there's a connecting thread here of Bakugo a lot. There's a lot like his his <laughs> there's some there's the some end of really that, long lines so, you're trying to so connect they're right now. they're long. Let me let me bring it yeah, together right. for you. So like like Griffin is saying before, Griffin Griffin likes characters that are emotionally complex 
that have this driving force, right? That's like one thing that I, I associate Griffin with is these characters that are emotionally complex that are initially not easy to like, but then eventually you learn that there is a reason why they act the way they act and then you, you grow with them, right? And I feel like with this main character specifically, there is a, towards the end of the episode, again, no spoilers yet, but there is a moment where there is an emotional shift and his goals change and he changes as a result. And I feel like that reminds me a lot of Bakugo Th this goal that he has that we'll get more into later but the way the character acts in the beginning reminds me a lot of the sweetness like the the mentality of deku and i feel like that's try i'm trying to connect griffin to this main character and his growth <laughs> no, no, no you're, you're right though and i and feel like i'm not doing no, a no, no. I, I get what you're saying though yeah. like there is a um the soft personality of deku is is seen in his personality but there's also the ferocity of bakugo that like this the, i mean yeah this kid's super nice but he's also a warrior and like he is a complex character driven. in the sense of like he's yeah, a driven, driven fighter and he really wants he has a desire to get stronger but he also is like this young kid that falls in love with the sword princess you know what i mean like he's got that those that, that yeah. multi-sided that duality to his personality where like he's kind of a badass which is like why i gravitate to yeah. him so much is because he's he's a badass but he's also like really nice to his friends and like he yeah. loves his goddess and like yeah. he has this yeah. relationship with people that he's known as this genuine kind-hearted kid but he's got this side to him where when he turns it on he turns it on and he is a freaking badass yeah yeah again it feels like the rival character traits combined with a like pro tag traits into one yeah. person which because he, cool. he doesn't and, he yeah. has a few rivals but he never has like a rival character yeah mm. through that whole series like the only rival is himself really as well so yeah. i can kind of see where you, you can kind of put them together because like the only thing he's challenging is himself like it's all there's no mm. there's no yeah. person that he's like i need to be better than that guy because he's so good it's just like no yeah. i need to be better because i want to be better and stuff yeah. like that which is a, a yeah. very different from the usual shonen kind of like they've yeah. got to be better than their rivals and stuff like that yeah as like the main driving force for why they yeah. get better so for me when i first started watching this show I, I, I would compare my experience with this first episode to like a roller coaster because <laughs> in the beginning i was like okay cool concept cool concept and then like the first like after like we see the uh like any of the female characters i'm like all right this is a titty anime we're going right <laughs> down nope i know what this show is about and then like it turns and it's like no the show's actually about this thing and like the world is really interesting and there's like thing more things going on than you think yeah. um and the one character that really turned turned me off ironically was um was the the goddess character mm -hmm. when she's first introduced yeah, yeah. and like and like, there's a lot of stuff that I don't like about her because there are a lot of tropes in yeah, within that a, character that I don't like. Yeah, she's a fan service like. character. Yeah, like that's it's a fan service. Well, but uh, but she's but also, Nato again. Like the thing that you and I yeah, she yeah, she is a fan service character in this in that sense. But she's also yeah. like in the same way, she's also a very complex character where like yeah. you're not supposed to like her when you first meet her. You're supposed to think mm. oh she's kind of annoying. She feels like she's almost holding him back. But really, like, as the show progresses, and even as the first episode progresses, you see she really genuinely cares about him. And you have yeah. to, you sometimes yeah. forget that, like, dude, she's a freaking goddess, man. She's been alive for eternity. Like, she, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. there's one point in the anime where you realize, like, she's an ethereal being. Like, she is above she yeah. calls basically like all these people children and she like goes straight god mode and you're just like holy fuck like i forgot you're a goddess like you are yeah. about yeah, space yeah. and time like you are you know like i was trying to think of a comparison character and again i'm going 
harkening back to our previous topic with Guilty Gear, right? There's a character in that show, in that game called Dizzy, and she is uh, what's called a gear, I'm pretty sure. Again, don't correct me if I'm wrong, but she is this, like, this being that is, like, man-made, that is it's this crazy strong character, but, like, her only goal in the entire narrative of the game is to get married. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I love, like, and when you win, or when you, uh, when you win as her against someone else, it's this thing where she's like, oh, I love you, I can't wait till we're married, and then, like, you see, like, later in the show where she, like, summons this massive gun that's, like, the size of, like, North Dakota and, like, destroys an entire continent, and you're like, oh, that's the etchy titty marriage character, I forgot, <laughs> like, that's, like, she, she's, like, super strong, I forgot, um, and, like, that is, I was getting a lot of shades of that, but it wasn't, the thing that I liked about Dizzy's character where it was like this weird quirky thing. It was like, like her, her, again, uh, excuse my language, but like her titties were bouncing like dead or alive characters (laughs) and shit. And like the characters were like zooming in on her titties. Meanwhile, the main character guys like, Oh, little sister goddess and your titties. You're nice. I like you. Like he was completely ignoring that part of her. Yeah. That was kind of funny part of their relationship. Um, but yeah, so again, back to the roller coaster analogy, right? Like, so again, it bounced back and forth between like, I really like this thing. I really don't like this thing. I like this thing. I really don't like this thing. And I feel like if the show progresses the way it's going at the end of episode one, I feel as though it's going to just shoot straight up for yeah. me. And like, I'll just ignore all the stuff that I don't like because the the base for the show, to me personally, as someone who likes this like weird, deep systems level stuff about anime, it seems as though that stuff is here. And the world they built out is super deep from what I'm seeing, and I'm really excited to get into more of it. So that's my basic non-spoilery thoughts. And we'll get more into like the spoilery thoughts after we say next week's anime, as we mentioned before, is Kuroko no Basuke. So if you're into sports anime, this is a... I guess the way I would describe it is it's anime, space jam, with cute boys. So if you like one of those things, then you should watch. It's Haiku and Dragon Ball Z mixed into one. It's um, it's actually it is it, yeah. It's the well, one. They're the same. Haiku and Kuroko no Basuke are actually the same person. They the same person made both those animes. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, I didn't so know Kuroko that no Basuke was his first shot at sports anime, and Haiku was his next attempt, basically. Um, which is why, in my opinion, I can, I can see character growth through that. For so, it, in my opinion, I think Haiku is Kuroko no Basuke with a different sport and more character development. Yeah. Wow. Wait, now that... Okay, I need to take a break for a second. We're going to take a break so I can, like, reassemble my (laughs) thoughts about these two shows because I'm having a nervous breakdown after that reveal. So, again, so please watch Kuroko no Basuke for next week. We're going to have Miranda on. Miranda loves the show. I love the show. NATO loves the show. So we're going to have... I love the show. It's a great show. Why the show is so great. And so does... Hey, we'll just... We'll have fan write-ins from Griffin saying, like, his opinions about it. So... Again, if you're into sports, if you're into basketball, if you're into Space Jam, now that the the rival ca- well, he's not really the rival character. He's, the, Al- he's Almine. Almine is the no Almine. No, no, I'm not talking about Al- Almine. I'm talking about uh, f- oh man, blanking t- t- uh, redhead dude. Tiger. Yeah, it is Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. yeah, Tiger's me. That that he's not if- really a rival. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I said. I was like, oh, he's the ri- oh wait, he's not the rival, and you're all like, oh, I don't mean he's the rival, and I was like, no, no, he's like a he's a dramatic he's a dramatic. Yeah, yeah that's uh, me in, in sports, but. In general, I want to write an so before we go to break, I want to say I want to write an essay about how Almine is just Vegeta, and that's it. That, I'm just gonna leave on that, and then we'll talk more about that after the break. But again, after the break, we're gonna come back with our full spoiler thoughts. So, if you don't want the first episode spoiled for you, don't listen after now. But don't worry, we still love you. So we'll be right back 
after this commercial break. Hey there, listener. Thank you so much for checking out A Plus Anime. If you like the show, there are more like it on OKBeast.com. You should check out the OKBeast podcast where Ian and Blessing talk video games and more. Also, check out the OKBeast YouTube channel for all the nerdy content that your heart can possibly take. Thank you for listening. And we are back after my mind was blown for a solid 10 minutes because Griffin realized that all the things that I love are the exact same. And I'm I'm a shill just giving money to one anime dude just to make the same thing over and over again. So how about that for today? <laughs> NATO just, or not NATO, um, Griffin just galaxy brained me. So now I can never go back to my, my normal way of dude, thinking. Dude, I, so I red pill blue pilled you. Fuck, you blue pilled me, fuck. You green pilled <laughs> me. You, you had a different pill altogether. Um, so... So speaking of pills, Nato, you're my favorite pill because I hate you. Tell me your spoilery thoughts about this show. That wasn't a good transition. But you know what? I don't care anymore because my entire way of thinking is broken. <laughs> Nato, tell me your spoilery thoughts about the show. Um, I love the initial scene at the start where you get to see uh, Belle get rescued by... God, I can... Yeah, it is Eyes. Yeah, Man, eyes. I'm mixing names up in my head now. Uh, yeah, where mm. he first gets rescued her, That like that's like the first time you see the animation with like fighting and stuff like that where you get introduced into the show of like here's the animation style for fighting and all that. And already, because like when we talked in the non-spoiler section, like it's a really good animation. I really love it. Like combat is always amazing in this. It's not like groundbreaking and like going to change the, but it's like, it's absolutely solid. Like it's beautiful. And they, yeah. And you see like the first time with as much as you like criticize her. Like I really like the first time you, you meet, um, Hestia. Hester? Yes, we know you like the big titty uh, younger sister character, Nato. You have a she's brand. She's not really okay. the little sister. She's more like an old, like a shorter older sister character because no, she's like she's, the, she cares. Dude, she's big titty young looking mom anime character. Yeah, she, mom. She is yes, mom time character. with baby sister. That is, she is literally. No, she's anyway. not baby sister because she mom baby qualities. sister gets cared for. Yeah, she has. She cares for him. Mom. She's no, she's the weird anime trope of like, why does the mom look like she's twelve? Yeah, mm. for sure. Okay, that happens. I really do like her design because she's really cute and all that. Even though she's yeah bursting out of her costume as per like most like big anime, but I still like her. Like I really enjoy her. She's like really bubbly and like doesn't annoy. Like it, she is made to kind of be annoying, but I I really liked her. She's like her bubbliness is not too exaggerated like some of the like characters she kind of falls into the stereotype of that usually is kind of like Ugh, yeah can you just move on so we can get back to the story yeah like, but she is so here's the problem though is that nate you're spoiled yeah. by the fact that you know her personality all the way through episode 12 if you look at episode yeah. one as a solo just singular thing no, i can I understand really, no, why you'd be slightly annoyed by her thanks Thanks, Griffin, for understanding the concept of the show that I created with NATO. Thanks. Thanks for no, listening. No, I'm, I'm talking Thanks. unbiasedly. NATO. I remember the first time that I watched this. I really enjoyed her. Yeah, because you're a garbage human. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Griffin coming back anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Meanwhile, shirtless eating marshmallows on the other end. We're surprised that he likes the big titty character. I'm, you know what? You know what? I'm not surprised at all. But no. you said that you like the animation a lot, Nato. I want to go back to that for yeah. a second. Griffin mentioned earlier that he didn't like the 3D stuff, or he didn't, he doesn't like the way that the 3D stuff is implemented in other shows. Do you agree that in this show, the 3D is done in a, in a way that is cohesive with the rest of the show, or no? Do you feel like that, that it's good in that aspect? <laughs> 
He's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking. People, he's thinking. Wait. Wait. No response. NATO's dead. Okay, so... Oh, you talk, I thought you were saying to Griffin that. No. I was I, saying to you. I already talked I about that. I didn't hear that properly. It. I wasn't listening properly. <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> well, that's it, everybody. I'm getting replaced. He set me up. <laughs> no, um, I really do enjoy the animation in this. The... It, it's not it's not very overly 3D'd. It still feels very 2D animation style rather than like nearly like seeing a 3D pixelated mo- model in a 2D like drawn world. Like Plain. they're very, mm. yeah, they're very, it's very integrated very well. Like I enjoyed it mm. very well. But I, I don't okay. care about that that too much. That was just a pass off. I care about them titties. Get back to the yeah, titties. Yeah, let's get. Ian. No, I, I want to talk about the scene in the bar. The first time he goes into the bar to get a meal. I can't remember the maid character that I can't remember her name yet anymore. Sylvia? But she invites him in to play. It's yeah, it's, it's Sylvie. It's it's Sylvie. I think is her name. Yeah. Sylvie Fox or something. I think it's I think it's Sylvie. Yeah, and he the the Loki crew including. Um, that, that's the second time he goes into the bar. First time he gets his lunch. No, he's outside yeah, yeah, when he, bento, he, he yeah. just gets the bento at the front of the yeah. pub. He doesn't go in. Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, Semantic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he he's at the bar while the whole Loki crew comes in. And who is it? It's 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 Betty, isn't it? Bet- uh, yeah, Betty. The wolf yeah. guy. Yeah, but wolf he, the wolf guy starts talking the about how children. I saved... Yeah, how eyes saved a, a, a random loser dude, and he starts like bagging on about like he, nobody would date that person in real life. And he just, straight like, up trashes a... MC while MC's listening. I know, and it's such it's such a good scene, but it's also like in general, it's like how it's written and how well it's done, and how like just the whole he, the background around him goes that like dark color the more and more he gets like bagged on and it's just it's such a heartbreaking scene because normally for a character in this kind of like trope of an anime he is a bit of a like pervert or something like this but like bell's not he's just this super nice dude and just to get absolutely just shat on in that way is like god can i can, can i interject yeah. for a second can I tell you that was my favorite part of the entire show? Yes, that's what I mean. It, like, it's such a good scene, though. No, I don't mean, like, the emotionally, the emotional complexity of, like, bullying and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, fuck you, bro. Wolf guy, wolf guy, wolf guy, wolf guy. I was like, I finally understood why people root for the bad guy. Because I was like, yeah, I want to show this. I, I, wanna, cool I wish I could, like, snip this clip out, send it back in time to the episode where we did My Hero Academia and show... Your old, dude, old self. fucking wolf guy. Yeah, exactly. I've, yeah, but, he, but Bakugo had wolf guy. If, if he had wolf ears, Ian is what's happened. If he, if, <laughs> yeah. If Bakugo had wolf ears, I'd be so. You know what? Literally, just from now on, I'm just gonna put like wolf ears t- uh, tapes to my laptop screen whenever Bakugo is on screen, and I guarantee you, it's gonna be soft. Yeah. Up. Like, I love. And then guy. also like but to see that, that like Bell runs out of the bar, and immediately they're just like. You're being a drunk idiot. We're gonna tie you up to the ceiling, because <laughs> yeah. like he was yeah. just so he gets retribution. Yeah, like yeah. he was just being so. a drunk idiot. But like, Bell immediately internalizes it and then goes ham in the dungeon all night long. And yeah, spends a whole night like doesn't go to sleep. Spends whole like and it just and it, it, exactly like it shows his character of, or like rather than a lot of characters usually go into like a little bit of a down before they build themselves back up to go do that. He's like instantly like. 
I'm depressed, but I'm gonna I'm gonna show them all. Like I'm instantly gonna go out and hit the hit the dungeon and fucking build my stats up. And it's just like, yes, you do it, Bill. You show that. Well, I didn't. Wolf boy. I, I didn't even get that feeling to be honest. Like when I saw that, I I saw that as like a. What's the word? So like usually when people are depressed, right? They don't do anything. There's like this this inaction, yeah. right? But to me, I saw that, and this guy was like, you know, what? no, fuck that. I am. I am this person. I don't deserve to be with with uh, yeah. with Ayn yeah. or, or whatever her name is. Nice. And then he like, it's weird because he takes this like internal, like strife, and he's like, you know what? Yeah, I am garbage. Fuck that. I'm gonna go out. And I'm gonna be the best person that I can possibly yeah. be. And I was like, that was the moment where I was like, oh fuck. Like, if he went home and just cried or whatever, I'd be like, ah, oh, like that sucks, poor guy. But like that to me, I felt like it was way more damaging for him to be like, oh no, I agree with him. I don't deserve happiness. Fuck that. And like, no, to, I don't think it was I that. It was, I think it was more like I am the patheticness that they think I am, but I can be better. Yeah. Like, rather than being like, I don't know. I just saw, de- I just saw desperation. There, like, it, the, the fact that he made it out alive, I was. There was, alive. there is a sense of desperation, right? Where he like, he realizes. I mean, at a in a sense, you you think he, you know, he's learned from his experiences. He, you know, walks home bloody and beaten to, you know, Hestia. He realizes like. I maybe took it a little too far because of emotion. Yeah. But like yeah. the the his goal there was like obviously he did it in the wrong way because he was very emotionally charged from the situation of getting like basically socially decimated in the bar. Um in front of the girl that yeah. he likes. Like, God, yeah. Um and I she mean, notices to that be it's fair, him. The girl didn't but the but the girl didn't agree. She wasn't like, Yeah, yeah, fuck Yeah, yeah no, but no, she also like, didn't bro, disagree though. She, she's like, bro, she's like, bro, shut yeah. up. Like, like like she's like kinda angry at Bet for even saying that in yeah, general. Because she you know, which is cool for her. Yeah, from like a rational standpoint, like it wasn't Bell's fault. It was his first day in the dungeon and he gets attacked by like a level five monster so like there's no, no way actually because been... if you listen to it they it escaped from level 17 so oh, yeah. it because wasn't even of, he wasn't yeah. even on the right level so he him being a level five is a bad idea in the first place because he shouldn't and then it's also on top of that it's a level 17 yeah minotaur so, so like yeah. yeah and green and green hair anime elf waifu is like is like it was your fault that that shit happened anyway. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Like, and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, this is more complex than I thought. Yeah. You thought like, the whole team was going to be, like, a bunch of jerks? Yeah, yeah. and I, I like the fact that there's, like, there's, like, characters don't... It, they felt like a real friend group to me where I was, like... Or, like, a coworker group where, like, you know what? Shut up, Fred, or shut up, Mike. You didn't do the right thing anyway. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Like, you know, it was, like, they immediately called each other out, which I thought was Yeah, cool. and that the Loki Familia is, uh, like, is a central reoccurring set of characters later um yep. as the show progresses like you see a lot more of them obviously um they, they, any anime that spends more than two minutes on a character you'll probably see them again later at some point um yeah. so like yeah that, that sense don't of waste like, that animation time. don't want to waste that animation time and precious <laughs> character development for 12 episodes uh so like yeah there's to a certain degree like right he gets absolutely you know just shit on emotionally in front of the girl he loves and then he just freaking is like you know what i i am garbage i'm gonna go train to not be garbage <laughs> and like yeah. that it's called garbage can not garbage can exactly he's like <laughs> i garbage can go train my ass off um and so like yeah i think to a certain degree that that what's really like what made me like him a lot because a lot of times with these harem style fantasy animes you get a main character who's really weak and like the only thing that makes him strong is something that he didn't have to work for yeah but bell's strength 
as you learn in the first episode, as long as his feelings for for wanting to become stronger persist, his ability to grow will be enhanced. So it's not that he's inherently stronger than everyone else. It's just that if he puts in the hard work, he will see greater returns, which is a cooler ability in my opinion, because that means he's still got to work for it. So I misinterpreted it, this ability. So when it was said during that scene, I heard it as feelings for someone. So I was like, wait, my boy so, has like a horny power? No, no, no. I was like, that's the strongest power ever. So she, like, Hestia misinterprets it because yeah. she thinks that his ability has come from him meeting eyes, where his ability it's, really it's, stems it's from of, his desire to be as strong as eyes. Yeah. It, oh, wait, is this going to be a thing where he's like, I love her. And then he, at the very end, when he like meets her and is like on equals with her, he's like, wait, I don't, I don't give it. I don't even know. You'll you. see. Fuck You'll you. See. And then like, I, I like, don't want to spoil it. It's, it's, and, it is. It is pretty good. It's the great. way they do it. Can I, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to rewrite the rest of the anime from this episode. And the final episode is her, is him going up to eyes, like with all this crazy armor. And he's, and she's like, oh my God, you're so cool. And he's like. You know what? Fuck that. You know what? Fuck you. I don't even like you. You know what? Bye. And then, like, he starts walking away. He's like, you know what? I did all this shit for you. I don't even fucking know you. Like, and just, like, starts, like, angrily, like, yelling at her. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, um, you'd be real wrong. But, um. But yeah, yeah but you'd yeah. be real wrong. Damn it. Damn it. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's a good. it. In my opinion, a lot of anime MCs get really overpowered for very little work. And I like this show because this main character, you really feel like he deserves to grow into a strong warrior because he yep. works for it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the decisions that he makes and the things that he learns and the powers that he gains and the equipments that, you know, like new swords and new weapons, like he really freaking grinds for it. And like to a certain degree, mm-hmm. for anyone that's ever played an MMO, you can resonate with the fact that like this dude had to fucking work to get OP like he's and then at no point do you ever feel like well he's well he's just too strong like there's a few broken aspects to his character but like you know he's got that mc i can't die strength but um yeah the the strongest armor of all (laughs) yeah uh you know the plot the plot (laughs) armor is way too thick um but like you know to a certain degree you really feel like wow like this dude grinds his ass off and that's why he's so good so fast hmm I get that. And that's I think that's an awesome way to parlay into what I think. Um, yo, this anime got a lot of titties, yo, though. It do. That's like my my spot. It, it do. do. It do has the titties, though. Um, but yeah, it's a, fan- the most it's a fantasy thing- anime. Like, it's not even yeah. it's not even an anime trope that, like... Which- Notice how I say the, the titties, the anime has titties, and, and Nato's like... Uh, Griffin's like, yeah, it does. And then Nato's like, well, 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 wait, wait, no, wait. No, no, it, it has titties, but let's be real, guys. There weren't enough titties. Like, let's talk <laughs> no, about no, it No, no, like, no, I was gonna you say... Are, you are an, I was actually you are gonna, a titty apologist. I was, I was gonna defend anime in general, because, like, it's not... I know it's a huge trope in anime to have, like, the fan service and stuff like that, but it's also, even in Western fantasy, like, boobies and, like small outfits and stuff like that in fantasy has like a been a big thing so it's like i wouldn't even put it too like as much on anime this time around like it's, it's just, just like a fantasy men trope. that draw characters yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and if you've been and if you're into the video so, yeah, game sphere I, I, the whole xenoblade chronicles like, thing was a whole big the, thing the st- it stem the evilness stems even to fantasy genre in general 
I I just wanted you to adopt the persona of hello, my name is Nato Johnston, and I'm a titty apologist. <laughs> I just want that to be your titty uh, your, no, your titty Twitter profile. That's all I no, want. No, because I'm an anime butt apologist, not a titty apologist. Well, okay, I'm changing my profile then. <laughs> I'm a titty apologist. So speaking of that, uh, so I wrote down in my notes here. I said big titty little sister character. No, wrong. Next line, bouncy titty goddess. Next line, making me want to go to church. Next line, hallelujah. <laughs> and it's to the point where my notes are just memes to myself, so I don't really know how useful they are. Um, so then actually after that line, it goes into like more useful stuff. So I said, okay, the magical programming thing with the tattoo on his back yeah. is fucking cool. Yeah. I wrote, is that his soul? Because there's a similar, um, not mechanic, but there's a similar thing in Soul Eater where there's like, like not a programmable thing but there's like souls that kind of have that similar art style to it um so and again i wrote here feelings change is that feelings for the this this eins character and i was like underneath that horny magic question mark and i said (laughs) after that yeah so like wait so griffin you're just gonna say something about so as um as i'll kind of explain the mechanic more just because i i looked into it a lot um because i thought it was really cool as well uh one because i think tattoos and anime are cool but two it's a useful tattoo and you are someone who and has someone tattoos. And I'm someone too. that has tattoos as well. So I, you know, I, I have an affinity for them. I like them a lot when they show up in media. Um, so basically the way that that works is that's not... That's nothing that she's doing for him. She's not giving him any abilities. It's nothing that she does. And mm-hmm. his, uh, his status menu would be the same no matter what god or goddess he has with him. No matter what familia he's ah, a part okay, of. okay, okay. Um, any god or goddess. Actually, anyone. You find out later... Basically, anyone that knows how can actually access your status menu if they look at your back. Yeah. Um, anyone can just look at your back and read your stats. Again, interesting premise. Um, because all that is is a quantifiable reflection of your actual personal abilities as a human. So, like... Which I think is one of the most interesting things about the yeah. show by far. So, like, you have, like, your attack power, your Like, speed. I want someone to measure my yeah, progress. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want a tattoo on my back that reflects my current stats. I want to see if my fat stat is increasing. Oh, yeah, my fat stack is increasing. <laughs> <laughs> as you eat hey, another I'm, marshmallow. I'm just about to, I'm just about to eat uh, Yeah. My, my metabolism eat, like, is finally slowing on, down a bit. On Instagram or whatever. So, speaking of that interesting premise... Uh, I want to go down to here is I wrote on my notes this is like half big titty anime and half really interesting world building anime and I think that's the best way to describe this thing is that there's like a lot of cool nuggets of like if you're watching the show deeply enough you're like oh wait that's super cool why is it here and like to me I guess that goes back to the earlier conversation we had about expectations right and my expectation going into the show was like oh this is just a harem anime it's not going to have anything interesting it's going to be about like breasts and fan service right but I was pleasantly mistaken with this show specifically because there's so many cool things with the world, with the characters, with the designs that I feel like kind of go against the conceits of a normal harem anime, yeah. right? Like, it's it's almost like the character... Like, it's almost as if, like, the anime company went down to this creator and was like, hey, listen, we need another big titty blockbuster for the summer, man. You got, you got anything for us? And he's like, all right, I write the story... As long as there's 10 titties per episode, right? And then the, the anime company was like, yeah, sure, yeah. As long as you have the 10 and titty quota, you can do whatever you want. To a certain degree, because of the fact that, like, the anime community actually really does love Hestia. There's a bunch of Hestia fan art, like, all over the place. Um, you really? Can see, okay, okay. Like, yeah. To a certain degree, I think the creator was like, all right, the studio wants me to make an anime that sells. But I also want to make an anime that's good. 
and like yeah. i want to have a story mm. that matters and like mechanics that are cool but i know what sells and in this current like anime climate that it was coming out of because i think it came out like 20 what was that 2015 nato 2015 yeah. anime 2015. yeah i think somewhere around yeah. there yeah. um in the current in that current anime climate like if you didn't have a single character that was like a fan service character, your anime probably wasn't just gonna waifu, yeah waifu no waifu character. character. Your anime probably wasn't just gonna catch on, like it just wasn't. Yeah. Um, mm. and so the, a little bit of like it's almost a dash of like there's a little something for everybody in the sense of like yeah if you want like a like, harm cause, anime because even even it. then though like it's not even yeah. a male thing now anymore to, for those fan servicey characters like. How, most of my girl people that I follow on Twitter that are anime fans. Hey, you know, th- I know a lot of girl people too, you know. No, They're my t- favorite no. type of people is girl well, people. Well, no, like, the, the idea of, like, the fan servicey characters just for a boy is, like, an old thing now. Yeah. Like, mo- m- most girls like those fan servicey characters now as well. Like, whether they be a boy yeah. or a girl fan service character now, like... They're not yeah, just I mean, for Christ's sake, Beast yeah, wears just... a crop top. Like the dude is a wolf yeah. man in a crop top. <laughs> so so to go back to the notes here, I write down Seer Seer is the best girl. Next line, all caps, wait, cat girl is best girl. Next line, wait, wolf boy is best girl. <laughs> I I'm confused. Period. Sexually? <laughs> Question mark. So to go back to the world for a second and to go back to waifus and stuff this this show is again like what griffin said like chock full of waifu like husbando characters like the characters are drawn in such a way that remind me very much of a harem anime of those like waifu card simulators you see from like bootleg games (laughs) in in china and japan and stuff like that and like but there is something to it where the characters do look good i do like the designs of of the show in general and again my favorite thing about the show is just the mechanics of this world like there are MMO elements to it. There's items that give the character money. The character has to like manage their money to make sure that they have enough to give to their goddess and stuff like that. Um, and like there's there's a lot going on here that once you get past the surface, there is some interesting stuff that I feel like even if you don't like, even if you don't like harem anime, even if you're not a huge fan of fan service, even the, the good kind or the bad kind, I feel like there is something here for you. And I can see even just from this first episode that that there is a lot there to process, even if it's not normally your thing. Um, so the last thing I want to ask Griffin from mm-hmm. you is, is this before we close out and is, is Wallstein or eyes, is her last name a playoff of Valentine? Um, <laughs> so Wallenstein, uh, it may be a playoff of the word Valentine since she's got that, you know, kind of quality of like the secret admirer almost in bell. Um, yeah. but also she, I think because of the way she's like a sword princess i think there's kind of that like reference almost to like like german german fantasy, German fantasy like of like yeah. the blonde but, slender yeah. white basically like you know like freaking sword prototypical yeah, princess like, like like princess like princess peach kind of like that's she looks almost like exactly princess peach and, yeah, and, but in the same way she's like she's a sword princess so like that's yeah. important because like mm. germans always follow you like you know strength back then. like you know they're they're Panther, yeah they're, strength, they're, whatever, yeah. they're you know folktale their their lore uh, their fantasy lore of like old is is very much the blonde slender woman who's strong and has you know this crazy she's i mean she's crazy she's crazy strong she's known as like the most powerful yeah. sword wielder in the world so like valkyrie yeah, yeah? like that whole, exactly like class of warrior female um like crazy strength strong warriors 
That's awesome. So again, I didn't know if that was a callback, and I don't know if that's referenced more in the show. But I, I was like, oh, that's a funny, weird. Like, there's one pronunciation towards the end of the sh- of the of the show where the way he pronounced it, I was like, wait, is this a joke off of Valentine because he loves her? And I just I thought that was a cool yeah. little thing if that if that was done on purpose. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't really think of anything else about the show that I haven't already said. But again, I think this is worth your time, and I think that it's definitely a thing where you need to go past the first episode or at least give it give it a good shake. Yeah. Because, again, I'm not a huge fan of fan service stuff. Again, like, NATO always jokes on me saying that, like, oh, like, you like kid shows, you like Digimon, you like the, like, the super simple stuff. And, like, it is true. I yeah, really do like that stuff. Yeah, get some titties up in you. <laughs> you know what? If I had to say one thing about the show is that, you know what? It's okay to have a titty every once in a while. It's cool. You can yeah. have one. You know, like, and I think that this show does it in a way that is not, like, not gross. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's, it's the scenes aren't super long. Like they're you can, not. Like, you could be fan servicey without being degrading. Yeah. Like you yeah. can. And again, Griffin, I don't know if you've watched or listened to our previous episodes, but like this is like a huge point of contention between NATO and I is that like when fan service is done well, like what is the dividing line and like what what makes good fan service, what makes bad fan service? Yeah, I think what, in a way like what type of fan service do like, we like? You know, like in in a, in my opinion, this is my opinion on fan service. Like just in general in anime, like boobs are real things. And, like, I know a lot of girls. I know a lot of girls that have boobs. I know a lot of girls that don't have boobs. And, like, and I mean that just so, like, we're talking, like, just size in general, right? And there's there's this sense that in anime, boobs are often oversized and over animated in a sense. Like, they move way more than they should. Mm. And it's just, like, I think there's a way to do it where it's, like, respectable that, like, this is a girl. She's attractive. And so, like, people comment on how attractive she is or, like there's a guy looking at her like there's ways to do it that aren't gross like nato said where it's like oh this is weird and gross like i don't want to see someone shoot a bullet between someone's boobs like i'm walking yep. high school with the dead like you know what i mean like yep. I, that, that's a thing that for those of you that don't know that's a thing that happens in an anime there's like straight I, yeah, up i brought it i brought that scene up multiple yeah. times on bullet this that goes through her boobs as they're fl- and they're like that's just ridiculous but like there's a sense to it that like one the main character is always super respectful about it. He never really brings it up. He's never really super yeah. pervy about it. In general, most of the time, it's the girl initiating contact with him. Um, yeah. And so it's done in a really respectable way in the sense that, like, the fan service doesn't feel gross. It doesn't feel degrading to women. It feels like there's just girls hitting on him all the time. And he's you kind be, of yeah, indifferent to it. You can be sexual without being degraded. Yeah. It's, he's kind of indifferent yeah. to it most of the time. So, like... He's like, yeah, girls are cool, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he notices it. He blushes sometimes, but, like, there's never really a time when he's just like, oh, yeah, titties. <laughs> yeah. That's actually the final scene of the anime after the credits roll. It's just him just going, like, titties. No, he, he like, like, breaks yeah. the fourth wall. He, like, looks at the camera and he goes, yeah, I noticed all them titties. <laughs> um, you find out later. To, to circle back to fan service yeah. for a hot minute. Um, oh, wait, I was going to say, you, you gonna say uh, as you, as you kind of, he talks about it a little bit in the first episode his grandfather is kind of the one that inspired inspired him to be an adventurer and his grandfather is the reason why the show is called is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon because he tells bell basically that like let your heart burn let your like soul shout and when you're an adventurer the one thing to do is to be strong so that you can find a girl in a dungeon that that will love you um yeah and so like it's a big part of the show where like a reason being as like an overarching thing that his grandpa was all about like i want to be strong so i can be impressive and when you're an impressive strong adventurer girls will fall in love with you and you'll have your run of the place of like who do i want to pick from this harem of women 
and that's that's his grandpa's yeah. thing which which was one thing that I actually wanted to talk about or at least just comment on before we roll roll out the show is that like that when that line is said right to me that was the point where I was like mm, don't know how I feel about that but like again this line that Griffin is mentioning is that like the character is thinking to himself saying like oh my grandpa said that if I'm strong then girls will like me haha and like it kind of is a thing where I heard that line and I didn't really like it the way it was delivered because to me it felt like this weird thing where like oh if, if I'm strong enough then then I can get this object yeah. right like we're going back to the whole thing of like Princess Peach you know like women in refrigerators yeah. sort of thing but yeah but it's not it's not even it physical out, wise it's just it, it's just like that that idea of strong not literally he yeah. needs to be physically strong yeah but the way so again so to like reference like this is his grandfather right and like things change obviously yeah. over time like my grandfather said things to me that obviously don't apply to the modern world and i thought it was interesting that your your his, his character's grandpa is saying like oh be strong so a girl will like you you can get a girl you can get a wife that way when in reality this the, the whole arc of the show is he's trying to be stronger than the girl he's in love with it's like this thing where like this the girl isn't a prize yeah. at the end of the thing the girl is actually his rival yeah. and we talked yeah. about before that there isn't really a rival character but there is it's just it just so happens that the rival is also the love yeah. interest which i thought was a, an interesting and way it's, to like it's almost not turn, even a rival turn it's it on more like a, a freaking bit. like a goal that he aspires to of like he saw this girl and he was like yeah. she's so much stronger than me and it, it's that sense where like yeah. he has a respect for strength and a respect for like women specifically in the sense that like he doesn't look at it that way whereas like yeah that's what his grandfather told him but he really does it the most ass backwards way where he's like i want to get stronger for me he's like the the like titular character of i want to work on me before we work on us we work on each other (laughs) yeah yeah i thought it was pretty funny yeah and i see a lot of parallels actually ironically that we're talking about a a male to female relationship uh, I actually see a lot of parallels to the early stages of the relationship between Yuri and um, and uh, his coach in Yuri yeah. on Ice. Is that like it starts off as this thing where he's like, "Oh, I really look up to this person. This person's a god. I'll never be as good as them." And then it, I assume, I haven't seen the entire show in the entirety of this show, but like it becomes a thing where he gets good enough where like they're on they're on an equal playing field, and then the, the dynamic yeah. shifts. There's um, definitely a dynamic. So we've been running shifts, for a long yeah. time, and it is currently like three three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Uh, in california time for you so i want to wrap up real quick but before we even do that i want to just say thanks for coming on because this is like it's been it's my first time in a long time coming on here and you know the rust is coming off a little bit nato's had to steer the ship and i thank him so much for that but this has been one of the most engaging conversations i feel like we've had on this show and obviously it is no it is no it is it wouldn't exist without you coming here so i want to say thanks to nato for inviting you obviously and scheduling this i want to say thanks to you for coming on Anytime. And I want to kind of just give you the floor if you want to say anything or plug anything or, yeah. or like final final thoughts. Um, this is a great anime. It's 12 episodes, 25 minutes each. Give it a shot. It, it, I think you'll really like the ending. I think you'll really like the character as a whole, the characters as they grow. Um, it's definitely a solid anime if you're looking for something in that fantasy genre to watch. Um, it's short. It's easy to bang out. It's nothing that looks as daunting as starting a Dragon Ball Z or a Naruto with you know hundreds and hundreds of episodes. So if you want to, you know, just give the whole anime thing a roll. If you've been you know new to it in general, um, this is a good little twelve episode fantasy one to really kind of dip your feet in one of the better versions of a harem anime, um, in a sense, and also really just like a fantasy um, style anime with a good main character. If you want to. Sure. 
hear from more things about me, watch more things of content that I'm a part of or make, uh, you, like I said, you can follow me on Twitter at Griffin Senpai. You can follow me on Mixer uh, where I stream at Griffin Senpai. Um, just come hang out. Come ask me questions. Come talk to me. I love interaction. I love freaking people talking to me about shit that I like, nerdy stuff like anime and video games. So if you if you liked this episode, if you like listening to things that I say, that's all I got. Yeah, and I will tell you right now that that is probably, if you do follow Griffin in any of these social media things, it is a worthwhile follow because when we met in person, it was awesome. But I feel like recently we got closer because of our discussions with anime, and I find it awesome that you're on this show now because if not our conversations about Boku no Hero Academy, I don't think we would be as close as we are now because of the things that you taught me. So I'll, I'll tell you right now that is a worthwhile follow if you want to go, go give Griffin some love. So, Nato, we've been picking on you this whole time. Do you want to say anything? you want to plug anything before we leave? Uh, yeah. Do we want to rate the anime before we go, maybe? That is a thing that we should do. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, well, I mean, you already know our thoughts, right? We say that we like it. I, I would definitely give this first episode uh, and like a B plus, A minus, just because like it's it held my attention. I'm interested, even though yep. it has a lot of things that I dislike. I mean, Griffin, I assume this first episode for you is also an A minus. Yeah, a I would say, area, I would B say B plus. plus was a, I was actually, that's exactly where my head for just the first episode by itself as a standalone. I'd say this is a solid B plus. Um, it, there are some A plus episodes in this show, yeah. but this, this first episode I'd say is a solid B plus. It sets up the world. Well, um, it leaves you wanting more, it leaves you wanting to see what happens next. Um, but you know, there's, there's a few problems, a few, you know, things that I think people could see that are, not perfect about it, so I'd say B plus would be a fair grade. And good. NATO, what do you think? Uh, it's a solid A for me. Even the first episode, I I love fantasy and video game animes. Like that is true. It's very hard to make a bad first episode of one of them for me. Yeah. Like mm, e- even something sense. even like oh, Re Zero, which like I ended up like disgustingly hating halfway through. <laughs> like even that, like. I really enjoyed the first episode of that, so it's hard. It's hard to make a genre of the anime of this genre that I dislike. But knowing it all, it's definitely an A plus, like series, like easily A plus. Like series. I love this series for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, do you have anything to say in terms of like closing remarks or anything else you want to um, say before we go or plug anything, Nato? Or I know you got some D and D stuff going on. Yeah, I just. If you can get past the, it is it is it made to get people away with fan service, especially with Heister. She's very sexualized, but I don't think in a degrading way. Like she is a, the, she gets border close to it, but she doesn't go too far. So that uh, if you can get past that, it's a great show. So watch that. If you cool. want to always catch me, I am NatoJ18 on the Twitters on the. F- everything that needs the handles except for playstation uh, you can always catch me on four yanks one aussie the podcast the cross-continental comedy podcast and you can yeah if every i think it's fortnightly i've been doing it now streaming on twitch on the sunday afternoon am i a fucking pirate what's a fortnight <laughs> every second week <laughs> <laughs> that was the best line ever. I'm oh a pirate. God, what am I a fucking pirate? Yeah, That's so you crazy. can catch me on that and yeah. Jesus. Come talk to me. I me me and Griffin are big anime love boys, so yeah. come talk to us. And Ian when he's not when he's free, he likes to talk anime. Maybe you'll catch me and NATO on a stream sometime soon. We'll play some PUBG. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. No, PUBG is my favorite yeah. anime. It's the best anime. It's true. Solid A+. Yeah. Plus. I mean 
It is kind of. I'm not gonna get into <laughs> no, it. Here. Shut it down. So <laughs> again, so this has been a plus anime. I'm Ian. You can obviously follow me at Ian Why Not on Instagram, Twitter, all the good things. You can follow the general network that we have here at OK Beast now on Twitter. You can go on YouTube and do our weekly videos at OK Beast on YouTube, obviously. And I just want to say thank you guys for listening. This has been an awesome episode. I had fun, and like my brain has never been rolling so fast. <laughs> as this episode right now with these boys so you know what even after our current arc that we're going to be having with all these people coming on talking about one anime specifically we're going to try and get griffin on as many times as we possibly yeah. can because you know i've already i've already got the idea boy. for the next two series so. <laughs> so so we we got some things in the yeah. works yeah. so again thanks one more time to griffin griffin you are a lovely man i appreciate you danny is freaking out in the background he's he's doing well in destiny shout out to danny uh even though he'll never listen to this show i hate you um so this this my friends has been a plus anime i am ian that was nato that was griffin of course thank you guys for listening nato what do we say at the end of every show uh watch kuriko no basuke and love each other and watch some anime and watch some anime bye guys next time on a plus anime nato continues to be australian and ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much what anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.